Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. I'm Veronica Daschle. I'm Elaine Swetman. And I'm Charles Kelso. And we're too busy monkeying around to put anybody down. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. Today we're going to be talking about upcoming monkeys projects and our dream monkeys projects. But first, uh, Chuck, what's happening in the world of the monkeys? Uh, just a couple things this week. A little bit of an update from Friday Music. You know, last week I talked about that Friday Music is reissuing more of the monkeys and headquarters on colored vinyl. But they've also they had a message out on Facebook uh, with photos of missing links. Look like new missing links reissues. This time with um, this, the original missing links. This time with blue, which they're calling nine times blue and <laughs> green vinyl, uh, which they're calling wool hat green. Yeah, so last time they reissued Missing Links, um, it was for Record Store Day last year. And they had all three of the Missing Links with color and vinyl, but it was a Record Store Day exclusive. You, you had to like, go find it at a record store. Um, and you actually went quite a ways to find it at a record yeah, store. Yeah, we were uh, going down to Savannah and um, I don't remember what was going on, but we weren't out able to get out Record Store Day. But I managed to find like the first one locally. And I had called around to all the record stores within an hour of here <laughs> um, and no one had any. But then we were going down to Savannah at one point. So I started calling the record stores down there and uh, one of them had all three. Mm. Um, oh, wow. And they were very excited that someone wanted to come and buy them because they had only gotten the one copy of each and they really liked the monkeys or maybe they had gotten two copies and they kept the other one. Um, <laughs> but they, they were they were really sad that, that no one had gotten them. So they were excited when I called and paid over the phone and came and picked them up. Awesome. So, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that we'll get, I don't need every color of colored vinyl of missing links. So we probably <laughs> won't get them, but it, hopefully they'll be widely available. So folks who didn't get to get out to a record store and, and to get them last time, will hopefully have the opportunity to get it because missing links is a great collection. That would be me. I did not get one last time. So are you familiar like, with missing links? Have you heard? Of yes. Um, yes. And I want to say I had one of them on CD like mm. back a while ago. Okay. Once upon a time, but yes. Yeah. The missing links collection just proves that like how much of their great material wasn't released. Like missing links could have been an album. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's a lot of good material on there. Yeah. Yeah. And then one other quick thing, this just came out on Amazon uh, this past week, and it's a book called Love is Understanding, The Life and Times of Peter Tork and the Monkeys by Sergio Farias. And I don't know anything about this book. I don't know if it's approved by Peter Tork's estate or if this gentleman is knowledgeable about Peter. I'm not familiar with him, but I saw it and I wanted to mention it. Um, so this is not a recommendation, just informationally that this book is available on Amazon. And says it's 352 pages. It's out from Bear Manor Media. And uh, that's all the information I have so far. So hopefully it's a good book. I would love to read a 300 plus page book about the life of Peter Tork. Um, but hopefully it's good and factual and uh, gets the blessing of uh, Peter's estate. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to our discussion topic. We're going to talk about some upcoming monkeys stuff that we know that's happening. Elaine, what, what, what do we have coming up? I know that Mickey is doing some shows up in Detroit, I believe, with, and you're going to tell me his name. Felix Cavaliere from the Rascals. Yeah. And he's been posting or retweeting a lot of people that are tweeting at him. So excited. Mm. We're coming on our way. And so he's retweeting that. And what's interesting is that a lot of children 
going to be shown. Yeah, what about the kids? Like moms are posting pictures of their preteen kids oh, nice. all wearing monkey stuff, so excited they're going to get to go see monkeys. So it's getting passed down yet another generation. So that's awesome. cool to see nice. that bit. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And then I know that releases we have talked about one of them coming out this week isn't it mm-hmm. yeah and the hits just keep on coming is being reissued yeah. as we're recording this it's this week as it comes out it'll be last week oh, so true. yeah so when you're hearing this you can go out to the store right now or go on online and buy uh the reissue of the hits just keep on coming uh i think online you don't actually get them in a store i don't think no i mean a lot of what we have to talk about tonight is 7a releases because a lot of the confirmed things that we know about i mean 7a is just 7a one after the other like i can't i can't pre-order them fast enough there <laughs> yes. they have another one out right um but yeah. we know that they've got and the hits just keep on coming coming out uh right now and then we know that tantamount to treason yep comes out next month right yes yeah, so yeah tantamount which to treason will be out next month and we know that they're doing a reissue of Mickey Dolan's album, Demoiselle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we have a date for that one yet. No. And I don't think it's available yet. It hasn't been put up for pre-order yet. Mm. And then also they they posted a photo recently of the warehouse. Yes. Yeah. There was uh, Dolan's Jones Boyce and Heart album sitting over there in the, yes. in the 7A warehouse. So I'm. Yes. I don't. Surely that wasn't someone's private record that was just sitting there. I mean, I think it looks no. like we're getting a reissue of Dolan's Jones Post and Heart. As I feel well. like it was purposefully placed there and they made because, sure it was in the picture. Yeah. Even if it and was like in a corner. <laughs> that would be nice if they re-released that because I actually looked on Amazon for a copy of that the other day and it's like 60 bucks. Mm. It, it, like that's the cheapest price. It, you right. cannot, you can't find, you can stream it on yeah. Amazon Music. <laughs> you have that, but you can't get a copy of it. For less than like 50 60 bucks right so, yeah i'm like Whoa. yeah so uh, three possibly four albums look out for this year um reissues from 7a records and they do a great job i mean with the the booklets and the liner notes and the additional material and this it's all just so high quality yes i know there's been a um poll that you can vote on for mickey's version of i just blanked on the song for the heritage charts in the uk mm-hmm. and it's I think it's at number five now, but I'm right. completely blanked on what song he is. It's one of Mike's songs. Yeah, yeah. And I've been reposting the link for that on Twitter, trying to get people to vote. Because I think you can vote one today on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, keep keep on voting for that. Because I'd, any success he can get, he deserves. So, yes. Yes. yeah, I'd love to see that keep climbing the charts. And speaking of the UK, he's uh, making a UK convention appearance or two mm-hmm. from what i have heard elaine do you happen to know what conventions they are by chance london july 8th through 10th london film and comic con okay awesome so all right yeah so if you're in, in, in london those dates yeah go see mickey yeah give him the support uh, we know also next year he's gonna be on the flower power cruise yep we will be there we will be there Yay! and that's actually selling out i saw it a post the other day there was like five cabins remaining I saw that. Yes. Yeah. You still have time, Elaine. <laughs> I, I will have I will have just gotten back from a cruise the last week of February. Okay. <laughs> on another cruise right after that. My boss would hate me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, we, uh, and then sort of monkey ancillary projects. We know that Ron McNeil of the Fab Four, which if you're familiar with the Fab Four, they're arguably the biggest and best Beatles tribute group out there. Mm-hmm. They've been on PBS and all sorts of things. Um, but he's putting together a monkeys tribute group called the monkey men. And I'm really looking forward to seeing, I mean, they have like custom guitars and everything. We, um, 
we have we don't have a lot of information about it yet, but he's sort of posting little updates and sneak peeks and things on it on the Monkey Men Facebook page. And so that's that's fun. I really enjoy tribute concerts, particularly of people who like I missed out on, I couldn't go see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, the Beatles. I didn't get a chance to see the Beatles because I was born in 1980. <laughs> you know, it was, <laughs> it's impossible. Yep. So, you know, I, but it's, it's just fun to be able to go and get into the show. We don't know for sure if Mickey's going to be doing monkeys. Right. Anymore. We know, I'm sure that he will keep doing solo shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's something about getting together with just a big group of people and just, Everyone knows all the songs and everyone dances to the songs and sings them together. Right. And, you know, it's it's like a communal thing. So I would love for big tribute acts like the of the monkeys to come along. And just so to give us that opportunity to all get together and sing songs and, and have a good time. And, you know, some tribute acts, they're just people who sing the songs. Right. And they don't try to look like them and everything, you know, like the, like the Beatles ones, they generally they're in the mop tops and the suits and they're all playing. So I don't know if they'll have someone playing Mickey and someone playing Mike and someone playing Peter and so forth, but maybe it'd be fun either way. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he comes up with. Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't, are there any other monkeys tribute fans? I don't know. I think I tried to look and I'm like, I've never seen one. So this is the first time I've ever heard of one. I, I know that there have been monkeys tribute groups and, Ugh, I'm forgetting the name of the one that I know of off the top of my head, but not 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 like the Fab Four, not like a big one right. like that that I'm aware of that plays them and and all that kind of stuff. That maybe they're out there and I just don't know about them. That's possible too. But I know that like Mickey has done shows with the Fab Four where they'll do the mm-hmm. '60s sound and they'll do Beatles and Monkey songs. And he he and Mark Lindsay did the shows together with them, and they would do you know Monkey songs and Paul Revere and the Raiders songs. So I, I mean I don't know if if that's something that would be on the cards or not. I mean, on mm. the one hand, it might be fun for him to be up there with them and sing monkey songs, or if they're dressed like all of his deceased friends, that might be real weird, <laughs> yes. you know? So, yes. so yeah. I don't know that could go either way, but I would, I would love for there to be, to be like a touring monkeys act that we right. can all go see and, and have a good time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because when I saw the same show you were at with the fab four last year, I thought it was funny because they kept, poking fun at the monkeys like different yep. the time they were joking i'm like hey that's not fair <laughs> you know? but I, I thought that was funny so it would be interesting if at the monkey men they then just poked fun at the beatles that would be yeah that, that would yeah. be funny yeah. yeah they should play that clip uh what was it dick clark where they were asking the the girls like if the monkeys or beatles would who'd be around longer you know yeah. <laughs> Everyone said the Beatles. Not everyone. Some some people didn't. I think one person said the monkeys. <laughs> one out of a lineup of like 15. Okay. I'm just saying I saw the monkeys last year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. I've seen three of the four in concert. Mm-hmm. Some of them multiple times. Yeah. So. Uh, yep. Another thing that we know of that's confirmed is that Andrew Sandoval has a new Beatland book coming out which I believe is about the monkeys um, careers before the monkeys and with a lot of photos from Mickey and and that sort of thing. So we have that to look forward to too. Um, so I, but I think that's everything that we know of right now. That's confirmed to be coming out. Yeah. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that's about it. Okay. It's confirmed. So um, what about dream projects? What we'd really like to see happen for me. I'd really love to see another docudrama uh, come out. Like a biopic. Biopic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. With people playing the monkeys and everything? Yes. Yes. What would you want it to be like? I don't know. Because I, I actually really enjoyed the one that was out there. Um, the old VHS. No, not VHS. The old VH1 one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The opening was really weird. Um, <laughs> the whole thing was pretty weird. 
was, yeah. There was that period in the early 2000s when they were just cranking out these like low budget biopics on on TV. Right. Um, and some of them had better resources than others. The thing that always wears me out about that one is that that Davy's Davy is so tall. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They got a way too tall Davy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't mean don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I know. Um, a funny thing that I discovered that is in the biopic that you don't see in any of the clips of, hey, this is what the auditions were like, is that scene when Mickey comes in and uh, the guy has those red cups stacked up and he uh, takes one and slams one down and says, checkmate. Uh, that's something that actually happened. Mm. Um, it was it was Coke cans um, in the actual world. I think it was like red solo cups or something in the movie. But um I found that interesting. I, I found out that that was actually something that really happened. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I really want to know if there was a guy that was really excited about Corky and had the red boots. Because that <laughs> would be, I'm, I'm that would make no. my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing that I would love to see happen that I think is something that should happen is just a great monkeys documentary. Yes. I mean, we're in an era now where there's like just great documentaries coming out. We just had get back. We just had summer of soul. There, there was a cow sales one just a few years ago that was good. It's, it's, it's a great time for documentaries. And there's got to be so much footage of the monkeys, both stuff that they were filming themselves, stuff that like, you know, rhinos got in the archive from, I mean, they were making a TV show. You know, you know what I mean? Surely right. they have footage that hasn't been released. I would just love like a really great monkeys documentary, like a good serious documentary about, about the band. Yeah. Not a VH1 behind the music. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be talking heads and things you know, like, Mm. like get back. There's no talking heads involved, you know? No. Yeah. Just, I don't, I don't know. It depends. Eight days a week, just a few years ago was really good as well. And that did have talking heads, but Mm -hmm. you know, just, I I would love just a big like prestige documentary to come out. Cause cause Andrew was talking on the beach boys cruise about all the stuff he'd found there. And they only used a very small portion of it in Mm -hmm. the, uh, Mickey Dolan celebrates the monkeys yeah. tour. Um, oh yeah. He's got a lot of footage that Mickey shot. I, I think it's all like silent footage, but mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of, you know, good quality footage of the guys just out and doing things and on tour and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Elaine? What's, what would be your dream project? Um, I, it was an idea that popped in my head a month or so ago when I was thinking of things to talk about on here. And it was based on hearing Mickey sing Fool on the Hill on a lullaby album, I think it was for it. And I think it would be cool if Mickey did like an album of Beatles covers, because there's Mm. a lot of Beatles songs that I think would work with his voice and his style, kind of like he did with Nez when he's... you know, when he sang yeah, the yeah. Nesmith song for that mm-hmm. CD, that, right. but just have it be the Beatles and not yeah. necessarily straight up covers, just rearrange them where they fit him. Yeah. Well, they did that with um, Dolan Sings Nesmith. Like, they did a great job of he, he wasn't just singing the original arrangements of the songs. They reimagined the songs. And right. I think Christian did a great job of that. Oh, he did. Yeah. 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 So what would be really cool then would be a double disc where uh, Paul is singing monkey songs. You gotta be kidding. <laughs> I don't think that's likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the Mickey singing the Beatles is probably the likelier of the two. That, that is, that yeah, is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would love for Mickey, whatever he does, I would love for him to do a follow-up to Dolan Sings Nesmith. I think that was great. Yes. Um, it's just just a great album. Just all around, I think that was a success. So I would, 
I know 7A like wants him to do it. So hopefully he'll agree to do it. And hopefully Christian will agree to do it as well. Uh, whatever it is. I mean, it could be the Beatles. He could be singing Harry Nilsson songs. You know, there's a yeah. lot of options out there. Um, or it could be original songs or it could be anything, you know? So yeah. I, I just, I think he's got a great voice and he's still able to do it. And I say that, that, that partnership with Christian Nesmith just worked out really well. So yeah. I would love for them to get back into the studio and record another one. Yeah. It probably also helped that he's known Christian his whole life. Right. <laughs> yes. you know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that probably helped that a lot. Yeah. But yeah. What about actual monkeys projects? What would you like, like, they always do it. They, you know, like I was just listening to, you know, the beach boys and the Royal Philharmonic orchestra album that came out just a few years ago. You know, like mm -hmm. they'll do things like that. Well, they'll take, you know, like for instance, the beach boys in this case, the beach boys vocals and the Royal Philharmonic orchestra did new music and they put an album out, you know, they do that with Elvis. Like they do duets album. Like a lot of, mm -hmm. you know, deceased singers continue still having projects come out and reissues of existing albums. So is there anything monkeys that you would like to see? Like if they're going to do a new monkeys album. What would you want it to be? I'm trying to picture the monkey with orchestra behind him. That's not something I ever thought about. I yeah. think I think that would be cool. The The Beach Boys one is really good. I like it a lot. The, the Elvis yeah. ones didn't catch me quite as much, but the Beach Boys one, just because uh, it just suits them better, I guess. But yeah. um, they yeah. did a great job like with that. I feel like the Royal Philharmonic wouldn't suit the monkeys You don't think so? Much what about like either. Porpoise Song? Well, like stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But... I mean, for me, when I think of the monkeys, um, I, I think of some of the more up-tempo things. Well, I, I could hear orchestra behind like Daydream Believer. Well, yeah, yeah. but just you know? not, not going to buy me a dog. I mean, that would be, <laughs> that would be silly. As, as long as I do Shorty Blackwell, I'll be happy. <laughs> um, some of this may have been released on different missing links, but just I know they have like all these different masters and stuff that may not have been released on stuff. Just yeah. release whatever else you have out there even and not necessarily as bonus tracks mm -hmm. on the super deluxe that right. not everybody's <laughs> going to be able to get a hold of just you know right. only available in japan yeah you know release <laughs> yeah yeah that kind of stuff yeah there's a lot of songs like you said like a, like uh, it'll be like track number 47 on a super deluxe set that is out of print mm -hmm. yeah i would love for that stuff to get like real releases where, where people right. can hear it, you know, people who right. just are like on Spotify or on Apple music or whatever, and can like, Oh, a monkey song. I've never heard, you know, like right. get, it, get it out there for people. Yeah. I would love if they did. I'm like a cross between good times and missing links. Mm -hmm. I know it's just Mickey now, but you got a lot of like partially finished tracks and things like that. I would love if they just collected all those and even had like you could like there's a lot of backing tracks that were never completed and have Mickey I, for, for one. I would just have them bring Mickey into the studio and just put vocals on all those incomplete backing tracks because yes. yeah. there's some there's some good songs in there, you know, like um, London Bridge by Bread, like like Mike, Mike Nesmith produced a version of that. That's really just a, a you know musical backing track mm -hmm. or the Nesmith produced going to buy me a dog. We were just talking about in the last episode. Like there's yeah. a lot of, a lot of cool things that had direct monkeys involvement. Now, if it's something that a producer and some session musicians just put together without the monkeys, I'm not as interested in that, but there's right. a lot of songs from like the headquarter sessions and from mm -hmm. sessions that Mike produced, even with session musicians that I think would be great to get out there and complete. Uh, but then also, like you said, there's a lot of, um, you, you want to have representation on a monkeys album, I would think from all the guys. So, right. you know, there's a lot of various unreleased songs and things like that, that they could remix and include. And I think you could put, I mean, you could put in easily. They have more albums worth of material in the vault, whether complete right. or not. Yeah. 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 
That 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 would be cool. I, I would I would buy that. One thing I do not have a big knowledge of is Peter's solo stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. When Chuck and I go walking, we turn on Monkey Mania Radio. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and we have it playing on Chuck's phone and we don't like have headphones in or anything. We just have it playing loud enough so the two of us can hear it while we're walking down the Silver Comet Trail. And one of Peter's songs came on <laughs> and it was it was not a song. It was dressed sexy to- for me. Yeah. <laughs> and we kept getting uncomfortably close to people passing us. So people could hear it as they go by. And it's like, this is, I hope this song goes by quick because it's kind of an awkward song to walk past people while it's playing. Yes. yes. Oh, no, I had no idea. No. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No, so I don't really know a lot of his solo stuff or like blue. I'm going to say it wrong. Shoesway blues. Shoesway blues. blues. Yeah, I'm going to yep. say it wrong. Um, <laughs> and so I would like to know more about that. And I probably mm. can find it in places. But if they wanted to do official re-releases of stuff, that would be that awesome would be to nice. do a re-release of, of that year. 7A Records. Yeah. Or- well, hopefully. I mean, I know Peter would never work with 7A Records because he didn't like record labels. Everything that he would do, <laughs> he would just release. Um, independently. I know Davey was that way too. Like they, they've been burned enough times by record labels that Mm -hmm. like Davey just put everything that he ever recorded, I think on Bandcamp, whether he had the rights to it or not, like (laughs) it's it's mine, I'm putting it out there. His, his kids have since like taken down that Bandcamp material and they're, Mm -hmm. they're working on getting better releases for stuff. Well, like, you know, like they did with the the Christmas album, the Davey Jones Christmas album where they had Chip Douglas come back and, you know, remaster the songs and rework the tracks a bit and, I think that turned out great. You know, I I would love to get a vinyl version of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it came out on CD just a couple of years ago, but that was pre pandemic and everything got weird after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I would love to have more of that kind of material out there. And then like you mentioned Peter, but Davey too. I mean, his, his solo career is so spotty. You know, you have Mm -hmm. the David Jones album, you have the Davey Jones album that came out on Arista. And Mm then a lot of after that stuff that was like exclusive to Japan or came out on cassette or was sold only at, you know, like concerts and you right. just real spotty releases. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I would love it. Just like um, just real good quality releases of that material, like invincible. I'd love to get a good quality version of invincible. That isn't like sourced from a cassette tape <laughs> from the eighties, you know, um, he's got a lot of good stuff out there and, and some stuff that I think could, could use a, a hand, you know, being reworked. I think there's some stuff too that, you know, the, yeah, he's working with his friends and stuff like that. And some of it came out great and some of it didn't come out great. So I would love, right. you know, get someone in there who can, you know, those tracks that you have a good vocal for the music isn't great to rework it a bit and, and get some good qualities. Davy Jones out stuff out there. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be amazing. Good. Yeah. I think it would also be cool if they have enough concert footage, especially from some of the more recent stuff, if they could mm. release like a concert, video like so people who weren't able to go to the yeah concert for whatever reason would be able to watch it on right however you want right (laughs) not not on someone's cell phone (laughs) right you know yeah because they were the the uh video that they played um between the sets and even the ones they were playing behind them during the thing it was exclusive to that like eight week ish tour right being able to get that out there I really hope they recorded at least one of the shows. Well, Andrew has said that that's tough now because you have to like license it from the venue as well. Mm. You're you're filming in their venue. And so it's cost prohibitive to do it 
you know, that versus the number of people who are actually going to buy it, you know, like not everyone's right. going to rush, like no rush to the store to buy a, a monkey's tour video. Uh, I would. Yeah, I <laughs> but, would. But yeah. I guess not everyone would. Yeah. Um, That's too bad because the Ryman was, would be, have been like the perfect place for them to do that. But I'm sure yeah. the Ryman was extremely cost prohibitive. Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that reminds me though of something that I just recently, when we bought the Blu-ray, I'd gone back to, a Zilch podcast from I think 2016 when they were talking to Andrew Sandoval about the contents of the Blu-ray and what he would like to do next. And he mentioned that what he would love to do a release of like collecting all the 80s material together of like appearances on MTV or appearances they made, little specials they did and things they hosted and and stuff like that. And like the the 80s to 90s stuff, I think, and do a, like a good collection of that stuff and, and release it. And I think that would be awesome if they did that. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. I'd be reliving my childhood again because I <laughs> probably saw all that stuff in the '80s. I probably saw it live because yeah. if I heard them in the TV guide, if it said the monkeys were going to be on something, I was glued to the TV. <laughs> um, so yeah. <laughs> well, during that '80s Renaissance period, I mean, they were all over the place, and mm-hmm. there's a market for that stuff because so many folks like yourself became monkeys fans in the mm-hmm. '80s. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would love it if they did that. So there was some pictures floating around this week. Um, showing a girl who had won a contest through, I think, Nickelodeon to meet the monkeys. And they were like, it was like showing, and she probably maybe a few years, a year or two younger than me, but they all wore the same like satin jacket and they fit Mike and Mickey and Peter, but they were too big on Davey. And this little girl, because it was like the same size for all of them, but like any kind of video footage they had of that and stuff like that, that would be cool to see again. Yeah. 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 Wow. I would really like to see Mickey come to Dragon Con yeah. again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, he's doing a lot of conventions now. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was at one of those like pop conventions um, where it's, it they like do them all over the country and they're like mass media produced mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of pay, fan run, like a lot of the ones we go to. Um, what track but, would that be? Uh, the film track. The film I was, track? I was, I don't know if there's actually a film track. There used to be at one point because I was actually looking. <laughs> I was recently looking through all the uh, Dragon Con um, tracks to see, hey, who could I poke to be like, hey, hey, you know who you should get? Mickey Dolan's. <laughs> um, and there wasn't any because the uh, um, the closest thing would be classic American sci-fi. But that's yeah. sci-fi and the monkeys weren't sci-fi. Nah. There was a couple of episodes where they were sci-fi. So Mickey was replaced by aliens one time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That would, that would be the closest thing I can think of that that was in there um, because there isn't really, they don't have just general pop culture or anything. um, I mean like the main programming track, but they're like, Hmm. they're not really a track per se. um, Or I don't know. (laughs) I don't know who or how he was there the one time I saw him right. but it would probably be because a few years ago maybe longer than that they had like a happy days reunion at Dragon Con like they had all the people yeah. from happy days on there that not necessarily that's not sci-fi I don't know who was in charge of mm. that and I don't know if they did any panels or if it would just come meet the cast of happy days and get their autograph yeah, yeah. and that was it and I think that's really all Mickey was doing I don't know that he did any panels or any 
thing like that. He was I can't just, imagine he even did a concert or any kind of no, he did like that. He, would, he was just there signing autographs. Mm. So maybe he so. could like what was that? Sh- did he direct a show with a robot in England? So maybe you could <laughs> mention it to the brick track. <laughs> <laughs> the what was it? Metal Mickey? Look out, look out, he's metal Mickey. Best I got. Best find I got. find a way to get Mickey to Dragon Con. Unless- Listeners, if you know of anything and know anyone, go poke them. Right. Yeah. And if there's a film track, just talk them into doing a screening of Head and having Mickey. Yeah. Like oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That's that's totally sci-fi. Head? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Okay. Uh, tri- trippy. It's trippy. It is trippy. <laughs> trippy. <laughs> I'd call it sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Trippy sci-fi. All right, Chuck, what do you have for us this week? And you may also like. Well, on the theme of what we're talking about, there's this guy named Chris Andrews. And he and Davey were good friends going way back. They worked together a lot. And I think he actually replaced Davey and Oliver. They go back that far. Ten years ago, he produced Written in My Heart for Davey, which was sort of, I don't know if it was the last song Davey recorded, but it's sort of his last song, right? Well, just recently on Chris Andrews' Bandcamp page, he released a 10th anniversary edition uh, like an EP of Written in My Heart includes Written in My Heart Remastered, As Long as She Needs Me, You Are My Special Angel, Cry, a tribute to Johnny Ray, and then Written in My Heart Instrumental. It says, a 10th anniversary celebration of Written in My Heart, the song recorded and released by Davy Jones before he passed away in February 2012. The song was composed and produced by Chris Andrews, especially for David. This set also includes other tracks they worked on between 2009 and 2011, including a previously unreleased demo as long as she needs me. So I think that oh. I, this little EP that he put on Bandcamp kind of got lost in the shuffle because obviously you have the Dolan Sings Nesmith EP and stuff like that come out. But um, this one's kind of flying under the radar. I don't know why he doesn't contact someone about getting this out in a, good, a proper release, but check out the Chris Andrews Bandcamp page. Um, and it's, uh, it's like having a little new EP for um, Davy Jones posthumously. So that's it, nice and it's fun. And, you know, written in my heart's a great song. Yeah. And the As Long As She Needs Me is from Oliver. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Because I've never seen Oliver. <laughs> I was a props master for Oliver. Were you? I you was. You were a props master for Oliver? Did you, was Davey nice? No, I'm not for that Oliver, <laughs> oh. unfortunately. My dad played Fagan in the one that we, we did. Okay. Um, But, oh, that would be something that I would love to see is the cast recording with Davey as um, the Artful Dodger. Yeah. If that exists. Yes. Or didn't he come back and play Fagin? Yes, he did come back and play Fagin. Like in the 90s or something? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing to see. And I, I doubt they would have recorded it. Oh. Um, but uh, maybe we can find a bootleg. There's yeah. bootlegs out there of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be our new mission. Find yes. a bootleg. Anyone <laughs> knows of a bootleg of Oliver where Davy Jones is playing Fagin? Please yeah. let us know. I think it's less likely to find one with him playing Oliver. Did he play Oliver? No, no he, uh, played he played Dodger. the Arnold Dodger. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I don't think you'll find one from the 60s because there'd be somebody out there with like an eight millimeter camera. <laughs> to... <laughs> you won't be able to hide that. <laughs> no. Okay. So yeah, that's it this week. All right. Elaine, where can people find more of you on the internet? Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter on at Monkeying Around and our Facebook group um, at Monkeying Around. Yeah. Everybody come join our Facebook group and monkey around with us because it's, it's fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We need more members. Come yes, post all your monkey stuff. That's yes. right. <laughs> and how about us, Chuck? Feltnerdy.com. And Earth Station Trek, a show about Star Trek. Yes. Lots is, going on with Star Trek. It's so exciting right now. Like, come listen to Earth Station Trek because we're talking about strange new worlds. It's great. 
Yep. Yes. All right. Thanks for monkeying around. Thanks for monkeying around with us. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com. The Monkeys.